And you can't nuke the moon into oblivion. Not even Are we close. So sure about that. What? We should try. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe we should try. <laughs> but not really, because then we don't die. So yeah. let's not do that. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict Podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Matt Heiner. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. We appreciate your help growing the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Go check out our website, whatsourverdict.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes. You can also sign up for our newsletter, where we send out exclusive content and updates. Pick up some sweet merch and interact with us. The question we always ask if you ever find yourself wondering if you should spend the time, money, or both on a movie. To help with that question, each week we put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. Today we're reviewing Moonfall. It was released February 4th, 2022. It was written and directed by Roland Emmerich. It stars Patrick Wilson, Halle Berry, John Bradley, Charlie Plummer, and Michael Pena. A mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around the Earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it. If you haven't seen this movie and you want to avoid spoilers, now's the time to go pause the podcast, go check out this movie, come back, pick up where you left off, because we're going to spoil the shit out of this thing. Let's talk about We're not going to ruin this movie for you. This movie ruins itself for you. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm wildly disappointed. Dude, normally I would say a movie like this has a, a like, there's no bad idea approach, you know, like there's so much going on and there are just so many pitches and they just used all of them. But for Moonfall, I would say that they kind of took more of a, there's no good ideas approach because all of those ideas were terrible. Yeah. It's funny just to hear you guys talk about this. Cause I had such, such, such low expectations for this movie that I walked out and I was like, oh. It was horrible, but not as, as, as horrible as I, it was terrible. But I don't know. I just didn't. <laughs> I, I was dreading driving that night. In fact, I called JJ before we were talking about some stuff. And I just, as I walked, I was like, maybe it won't be as bad. It was still as bad, but maybe like point one, not as bad. Yeah. Dude, my expectations were on the floor, like in the <laughs> core of the earth. And they were still not met. Like... Yeah, I went in with very, very low expectations. And I was like, this is still, by those low expectations, a terrible movie. Yeah. My problem was, like, I went in knowing exactly what I was going to be watching because it's Roland Emmerich. This guy, like, I never go in with high expectations with Roland Emmerich. He does one thing and one thing only, and that's destroy the world. Like, that's all he does in many different think ways. figure it out by now. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is he gets worse. <laughs> guy, didn't he do Independence Day? Is this the same yeah, guy? Both of them. He did Independence Day. Wow. Like, that's what made him famous. Well, technically, he did Stargate in 94, which was an interesting movie, much better than most of the shit that he's made. I mean, it was in 94, so like, and it was probably ahead of its time with some of the CGI and shit, because that's one thing that he usually gets right is the visual effects. But then he did Independence Day, which put him on the map. And then he made that shitty Godzilla movie in 98. Oh, I remember that one. I remember that one. (laughs) Which is like, first of all, that should have been everybody's first fucking hint that he's not as good as we all thought he was after Independence Day. Because that Godzilla movie was terrible. He also did The Patriot, Madsen. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he did do The Patriot. Hey, that is a good movie. I like Man, the Patriot. Why doesn't he stick with stuff like that? 
<laughs> yeah, no kidding. Are you crazy? JJ. I don't do love do? that movie. It is so I fucking like long movie. and it's like so historically inaccurate, it's ridiculous. Like <laughs> it's, well, let's be honest man. though. Hollywood isn't about historical accuracy at all. <laughs> no, but like the movie's touted as like an American revolution story, and I'm like, not so much. I it's <laughs> it's Tape. I, that's never what I went into that movie for. I just I like the story they portrayed. If we're talking about historical relevancy, I mean, there's so many. Dunkirk. They put Tom Holland in a plane for two and a half hours and told us that was exactly what happened. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, if we want to talk about Dunkirk, we can do that at some point <laughs> too. And I'll shit on that one for a while. But I mean, he started off so okay. So the other one I forgot about was he did uh, Universal Soldier, which was a really good movie back in '92. Interesting movie. But then, yeah, it just got Day After Tomorrow. I think was the last one that he did that I was like, oh, that had an interesting concept to it. <laughs> Day After That's Tomorrow a guilty pleasure. Of mine. Oh, it's a bad Actually, movie, but it still entertained like it. me. It, it that, still entertained me. Those CGI wolves were bad. In 2005 or whatever this, that movie was made. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's the CGI true. city in this movie was uh, pretty poor as well. Oh. The CG- oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like the, the Star Wars model that they built, right? And they're just kind of zooming their cameras over it. <laughs> Can we just talk about, okay, let's go ahead and talk about the fact that this whole movie's premise is, if you take out the alien nature of it, is that the moon fell out of orbit. And it fell out of orbit either really fast and was coming towards the earth really quickly, which they also didn't do a very good job of this movie. Like the time flow of like letting you know that there were well, months kept speeding it up. It was yeah. like, they were like, Oh, it's months. Then it's no, it's weeks. And then it was like, it's today. Yeah. Well, and it just takes them forever the to like circling the earth, like every few minutes. Yeah. No shit. And then, well, and then the, if it fell out of orbit, even slightly, the fucking world would destroy itself. Like we would have all sorts of problems, but this thing gets to where it's hitting the earth. We're still alive. No, 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 no. Not just that. <laughs> we get to the point where this thing is crashing into mountain peaks and there are people at the base of but said mountain <laughs> alive and well. Well, and you got some weird fucking, at one point, the moon's gravitational pull is yanking shit fucking miles into the air and off the earth. And then at the end of the movie, like it barely pulls these kids off the fucking ground. I'm like, wait a minute. Get some consistency to your shit here, dude. Cause what is the gravitational pull of this fake moon? Exactly. Dude, we got to that point where they're running and like cars are flying past them. Cause the moon is pulling it. Yeah. And then they get to that huge jump. Oh, and God. I'm just like, just, just jump. Yeah, and they do. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like for real, you just jumped. <laughs> hey, less gravity. Like- well, this is also like, the so, and this is how I knew, like watching the trailer that this movie was going to be ridiculous because that car jump where they jump and hit the fucking floating island of earth oh, and, yeah, keep, and use debris. it as like a ramp. And I'm like... The precision level of driving you would have to have on top of the timing of the moon's fucking gravitational pull to keep your ass from falling in that pit. I was like, as soon as I saw it in the trailer, I'm like, wow, Roland Emmerich has outdone himself this time. People people can do incredible things. Like 
the rock in skyscraper or whatever when he made that <laughs> epic Defying jump physics yeah yeah come on did you see those people it's a when fast the poster and a furious came out? jump man yes. <laughs> when the when the poster came out for that they were calculating like the trajectory of that jump yeah. and they're like there's no way there's yeah. no way you'd make that <laughs> no. oh man well, aren't they in like some sort of like Nissan fucking electric car or some shit? It's not like <laughs> no, it's a Lexus. Oh, they replaced it that thing so many times. <laughs> How dare you get that wrong, that's, JJ that's Hollywood? You need to do even better with your yeah. product placement, you sons of bitches. Okay, yeah, that's my bad. While we're on the topic of that scene, that whole scene was like the oxygen is getting sucked out of the atmosphere. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, so I could be totally wrong, but that doesn't seem right, you know? Yeah, I didn't well, understand that either. I, I would think when the like the ozone layer and everything that keeps our atmosphere in, when the moon breaches that, I thought of it like it made a big gaping hole, and therefore the atmosphere as we know it was escaping. So without actually thinking science, like that makes sense. That is another really good but, point. How do you fit a moon in our atmosphere? Huh. But I could have been like the scientist in this movie where like you have the, the fake doctor, the annoying Englishman or whatever. And then he's supposed to be in the, the shuttle calculating the gravity and the trajectory. And, and then he just says, oh, F it. Cause he can't type fast enough as in, in his little like sixth grader calculator to like make these massive calculations. You're like, yeah, this was doomed from the start. And they're like, oh, F it. Let's just do it. That's not how it works in space. Why don't we bring this guy with us anyway? (laughs) Yeah, poor guy only had a TI-86. He needed the TI-92, baby. (laughs) He'd be the one that you can play uh, Mario or the the Tetris game. Yeah, or or Snake or whatever. That was the number one game I played on my TI-84, Phoenix. That was the game. Dude, and this is us being generous. We took out the stupid alien part. This is us just assuming that the moon has fallen out of orbit. Yeah. We haven't gotten to the worst part of it yet. They weren't aliens. Exactly. They're not even fucking aliens. They're us. That apparently AI, dude, when they were like, when they gave that whole backstory of how the human ancestors were, were super, super successful and they built this AI and then the AI went rogue. I was like, really? I sat through all of this bullshit for a rogue AI story. You couldn't even (laughs) give me something unique. Come on. And what, how you're, you're so technologically advanced. Do you have like a literal black blob? Are you for real? They literally watched Roland Emmerich sat around me one day, watched Terminator and was like, Hey, I'm going to put Skynet on a different planet in a different solar system and then have it chase down all of the humans across the solar system. And then those humans are going to build earth (laughs) and Populate it from the moon. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? This is so stupid. No, I like how convenient their technology is. Like at the end, where I remember the scientist guy's name, Sam from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just scan his consciousness into the other AI computer system. Like yeah. they couldn't scan some of the ancestors in there. Yeah. And like have a, this person. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I also like that there was conveniently a shit ton of warships on the moon. What was the plan there that eventually we would find warships on the moon and use them? Like what? Well, even better, like 
we we're running from a rogue AI trying to destroy the moon. That's run by a rogue, a, a, an AI that can control yeah. the warships on the moon. Yeah. We clearly didn't learn our lesson here. Yeah. This whole movie was a walking contradiction. Not to mention, I keep calling it a movie. This was like four movies <laughs> in one oh fucking movie. So it a movie is generous. This is more of like a, it's like one of those shitty TV shows that only air at like 3 a.m., yeah. you know? And we binge watched four episodes in a row. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> Seriously, like you got this whole, okay. There is no God. You have the, yeah, you have the moon falling storyline, right? That's the overarching, here's our problem. Then you have this, Weird scientist, which he made me laugh. I like the actor. John Bradley's his name. Is he like the son of the Jurassic Park John Hammond guy? Like no. I feel like I feel like they're similar. That would have been funny. But yeah, he's famous for Game of Thrones. He was a pretty cool kid in Game of Thrones, but that's about all he's done. He's had a couple little parts here and there, but I didn't mind. Like, there were times when he made me laugh. And then there were times that I'm like, oh, geez, you're trying too hard, dude. But you got his storyline where he's, like, smarter than everybody else, apparently. And then you've got this weird fucking story of these astronauts that ran into this shit, like, 10 years before. And then you got this returning weird-ass love story that you have to kill a funny character to make work at the end. Because this dude wanted his oh. wife back, like... Which was the dumbest death on the planet because you had like 19 fucking bottles of oxygen. How did you go through all that oxygen? Yeah. I mean, one of those bottles lasts an elderly person quite a fucking long time. What, how fucking long were you hiking? Jesus Christ. Because seriously, there was like a dozen of them. You know what would have made this movie much better for me personally? What's that? Is if Michael Pena would have just narrated it like he does in Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. And I think I would have been more entertained. It's fair. Ten I would have been more entertained it. if Michael Pena just pulled like a, like a Medea thing and he was just all the characters all at once, including Halle Berry's character because she sucked ass in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this movie probably would have been better if she did suck ass. you're also forgetting about the kids storyline where you just we literally explained in this movie we're gonna put these kids in a helicopter fly them to colorado and instead of doing that we put them in a car and make them drive to colorado like wait what happened to the helicopter yeah well they couldn't actually be in colorado because everybody in colorado in that bunker dies and they couldn't be in the helicopter because they wanted everyone in the helicopter to die, which considering that there was less gravity than usual, I feel like being in a helicopter would have been the best scenario. Yeah. You, oh. just, you just pop right up. Wait, <laughs> wait. So I've told you guys this. I was in the movie theater by myself and I was yelling at the screen quite a few times, more talking to it. The one time I literally yelled, when these fucking kids drive away from the space station, And literally, the moon is about to hit the Earth. There's a giant-ass, what they call gravity wave, which was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Water's fucking flying everywhere (laughs) in weird shapes because Roland Emmerich's like, let's use CGI to make this water look interesting. And so you get to see, and it's all coming towards where you've been. You literally (laughs) stop and watch all of this happened and then act shocked by the fact that you're about to get hit by this thing 
and realize now you need to get into the car. Look, I love you, dad. I love you, mom. Fuck you. I'm not stopping. I am driving yeah. as fast as I can because you just wasted 10 minutes. Oh, not just stop. All of them get out of the car. That's true. <laughs> to watch. And I'm just like, fuck. Come on, bro. Yeah. You just watch this wave eat up two helicopters and almost take out the fucking space shuttle, quote unquote, that you're parents just took off in and you're just going to get out and watch this shit. I was literally yelling, fucking leave. <laughs> the but if, if that wasn't enough, they had to insert another plot line of the looters that oh, were yeah. pestering. Oh, and I it, forgot about and the it's looters. Like, don't, we already, do. don't we already have enough for fighting the moon or fighting gravity or fighting atmospheric conditions? <laughs> it's already the winter time, like all of this. And that's, that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Whereas like, this is so unnecessary, but you didn't think he had an interesting enough story with that family, just trying to survive. You had to insert a life or death scenario in a battle for resources. I'm like, Oh my it's gosh. It's a gimmick, like, did, right? Did like, we need this? It's a gimmick in like a disaster scenario. People turn into like looters and rapists and stuff. And I'm like, I am just not convinced that in a world ending situation that people would be going out of their way to try to kill someone. Right. Or get a TV. It's like, what's that going to yeah. do for me? I'm not going to use it. Yeah. You're going to spend the last two hours watching a movie. Is that, yeah. is that what you're going to do? Come on. <laughs> and not to mention like they were chasing them down. It's not even like, look, I get you're looting and you run into them. You steal their shit and leave. And then you get hijacked and they take your shit and whatnot. The, you know, you're trying to, st- but then to chase them down, like, to the detriment of like you all three of you die in the most ridiculous fucking ways running into random shit that the moon's throwing at you because the earth is literally breaking apart at that point. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? This is the dumbest thing. These looters didn't have the IQ to make the jump to the fact that they would need oxygen. I think that was very unbelievable. Only the one did leave it because the one lady was like, just leave it alone. And he's like, we need that oxygen. <laughs> it's like, yep, because you're going to run into the fuel tanker if you just fucking let it go. Idiots. It was so but if you're driving, If you're driving that Lexus at a high speed, the traction control is supreme. <laughs> so that's another selling point, ladies and gentlemen, for the common folk. Yeah. If you can afford that bougie Lexus, just know if the moon's ever coming down, you're not going up. Yeah. It's very reliable, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's own gravity. Yeah. God, it's so great. Now it's the traction control. Yeah. You know? Grips yeah. the earth that good. It's the new traction control. Yeah. Is yeah. artificial gravity. <laughs> but when you want to turn it off, you can basically jump to yeah. things yeah. that are in the air. Hop around. Yeah, yeah, it's great. The world becomes a platformer when you're driving the Lexus. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Well, and then this guy figures out, this silly scientist figures out, a fake scientist, which he's like this clandestine dude where he's playing, he's like, I'm going to be a janitor and sneak into like Columbia University or some shit. And some dumbass at NASA is like believing him that he's, how did he get the credentials for some dude to get NASA to pull all this research data for him? Oh, it, wasn't it, over. NASA. it was a Chilean research oh, that's right, facility. That's right. Chileans are so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they just randomly, I mean, look, dude, I work for a furniture company and we won't send an email to someone that we can't verify the email. This dude's got like a research facility sending him. Hey, just send it to a different email. You know, that other one I gave you. What the fuck? Yeah. 
That's not sketchy at all. Yeah. Jesus. Professor at gmail.com. But like, I'm not a, I'm not a researcher, but maybe they're just excited. Someone cares, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then you get the, the best storyline in this movie are the, when they get to NASA and they're trying to figure out, and these three guys don't even pay attention to everybody that the moon is about to hit the facility and they're like doing all this math and shit to figure out the new structure, like how the new ellipse of the moon and all this shit. That was the funniest part of this movie. When everybody comes in, what the fuck are you three doing here? Oh, we figured it out. <laughs> what? That the moon's going to hit the earth? It's already doing it, you dumbass. Like, yeah. But I did laugh at those three idiots having a good time doing their science. I think that's the only time I laughed in this movie at all. Maybe I wasn't laughing. It was more of like a scoff. I feel like I did that a lot. That's <laughs> like when he's flying the shuttle by turning the the valves under the console. I didn't know that's how you flew a shuttle. Well, I will <laughs> say that I was impressed that at least they used proper. Because what drives me crazy is when you see a movie in space and they're using like jet engines and shit that require burning and fire and combustion to work. Because that shit mm-hmm. doesn't work in space. There's no oxygen. You can't burn anything in space. So they use air. They use puffs of air and they use things like that that push the direction because there's no gravity. So it will move you and you'll just move that direction until you change the direction. So I appreciated that they were using the puffs of air. But I with you, Ian, it was funny that he's like got some valve underneath and they're like this much this way. And he's just like cranking on them. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. You know what drove me crazy? Actually, both Ian and I like immediately started talking about this. They shoot up into the atmosphere because the moon is theoretically supposed to pull them. And then they're up there and the moon's nowhere to be found until it like creepily rises over the horizon. And I'm like, wait, I thought the whole fucking point of this was like they they go through the effort of explaining this shit and then they just don't follow through with it. And it's just so annoying. Why they wanted the cool image. Yeah. But can we talk about the worst part of this movie? And it's towards the end, so I'm going to pull a Javier here. When another convoluted mess into this is the the military guy, like the way he's like one of the head generals or whatever, and then his family. But he's in the bunker, and they're trying to figure out if they're going to nuke this sucker. And then he's about to put the key in. He pulls away, pulls out his gun, and he like points it at everyone in the room. And he's like, "But, but why? And he's like, my kid's out there or whatever. And he's like... Okay, so one kid better than all of America just shirk your duties, and they're like, and then the, the other general's like, you better be right about this. It's like, dude, they would have shot him in a heartbeat. I'm like, screw that guy. They're gonna turn and fire those. Things. That really bothered me because I just could not see our military just be like, oh yeah, like it's fine. Don't yeah. turn the key. We really care. Like, that was the best plan that the military could come up with. Like, nuke the moon. Like that seems like what's what do you think is gonna happen here? I hated that part of them. You've got like these fragments smashing into mountains all around these kids, right? But the ones who die from those are the ones that are in a bunker built to withstand that kind of a strike, right? Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that bunker collapses <sighs> immediately. Yeah. And the kid laying there underneath the tree, he's good. Oh, oh, (laughs) (laughs) dude, after he fell off a bridge, 
We're going to use the gra- the moon's <laughs> gravity to get this tree off you, and then all of you will go flying into the moon. The yeah, fuck? you I, and and both your your friggin' paraplegic legs, buddy, because <laughs> you got crushed by like a sequoia tree. Yeah, that was a big ass tree. <laughs> this movie is so all over the place to the point that, and I did love like back to the nuke part. I'm like, okay, so you're going to nuke the moon. If we don't have the moon, we will all die. Like, I don't think you thought this through. Like, okay, so let's say you succeed. Not only are you going to have a serious nuclear fallout across all of where you're at. The moon is orbiting closely around the world, and they're just going to toss nukes at it, and then it's just going to litter radiation across the whole moon. Like, that was a concern that they had, right? Sure. Well, that's a concern that one of them had. Was that? (laughs) Yes. And only because his wife told him it was a problem. And you can't nuke the moon into oblivion. Not even close. Are we so sure about that? We should try. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe we should try. <laughs> but not really, because then we'd all die. So yeah. let's not do that. Jesus. I kind of want to see the sequel to this movie, though, because not I'm just joking, but <laughs> with the, the revelation that the moon is actually a superstructure and there's a shiz ton of alien, a.k.a. human tech from the way far in the distant future. What's that going to be like? Which nation is going to want to get their hands on that? to control the rest of us. That sounds interesting. All of them. Yeah. Right? Like they're going to they're going to nuke the earth to be the one that can get the moon. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what's going to happen. We, we are not going to get to a peaceful state unlike that. Definitely uh, human, Russia. Yeah. But if they were that peaceful, they sure had a lot of warships, but I guess it was yeah. to fight their uh AI the rogue alien, AI. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which Terminator that's another part of the story where I'm like, how did you fight this AI? If there's no reason to know how to build weapons, mm-hmm. unless it was like force peace, <laughs> it was like regime dictator rule. And that's well, they peace. did have, they did have that laser that repaired the ship that the astronauts came on. And you could hear it like, they were like, what's that noise? And I was like, oh, oh the yeah. ship's getting <laughs> fixed. I thought it was a bunch of like little robots, but it was, I'm like, okay, well, if you can do that, then maybe you can just beam a spaceship. <laughs> like, yeah, they just know. build them out of nothing. Not the way. Well, that's right. Yeah, fuck. It was so bad. Like, nothing made sense in this well, movie. This, it was just the epitome of this movie. Whatever was convenient to drive the narrative home, they took that. And so, their professional levers that they took to suspend the suspension of disbelief was um, that's, I think, what we're saying at the end of the day. It just it was yeah. ludicrous. We did. He took a bunch of 90s movies that were actually good and put all of the plot lines in this movie. Yes. It's all cliches. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like you have you have Terminator with the rogue AI. You've got the abyss, which is like it was almost a scene for scene replication of the end of the abyss where he goes into the spaceship under the water. If you've never seen the abyss, it's a very long movie, but it's really good. It's really interesting. And the end of it is like there's this big alien ship miles and miles under the water, basically in like this big ravine in the water. And they go down there and this guy's in this, he's going down into depths that the pressure would kill you. And then these aliens save him and pull him into their ship and then they put him in a place that lets him breathe oxygen. It's almost shot for shot. This guy, then when he goes in there and they explain to him what happened, just take out the explanation part. And that it's almost the exact same shot. I was like, oh my God. That's what I mean. There's like no creativity in this. None. Right? Like you sit through this crappy movie 
with craply implemented cliches of his own movies too. Yeah. Because the gravity wall, that is almost shot for shot for 2012. Yep. Yeah. And yep. I was just like, dude. Well, and the jump, the car jump landing on something else and then jumping again, that's also from 2012. They did that exact same fucking thing in 2012. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. This guy's the worst. Oh, he is the one. Well, this is a guy that bitches about other movies constantly. Like he talks about like big franchise shit, like Star Wars and fucking Marvel and Jurassic Park, and about how they're not original and like they're bad movies. And I'm like, fucking quit pulling on your own pud, dude, because you're a piece of shit. I mean, your yeah, movies. You are, make the same movie every five years and they get worse. Yeah, because you've run out of ideas because you've made them all before. It's like Jesus. Did he do Greenland? No, but I thought that he, like when I first saw the preview for it, I was like, oh, it's Roland Emmerich again. But no, he didn't do that one. Don't get me wrong. Like Greenland was bad, but it was better than this movie. Yeah, so, I mean, at least it was it, way better than this movie. Yeah, way yeah. better. Cause I was at least entertained and it kind of stuck with its storyline. Yeah. And there was only like was two storylines. Story yeah, exactly. But there was only two of them. It wasn't like I was right. watching eight movies at once. Like, God almighty, it was so bad. I was watching this going, this is terrible. And it had Gerard Butler and Miranda Backer in, so I can't be mad at that. Which had, they did great. Yeah. Right? Like, at least in Greenland, their acting was good. Yeah. They were just kind of given a really bad dialogue, right? In this movie, the actors should have been the best part. Like, Halle Berry should have just stolen this movie mm-hmm. and been the only good part of it. And, like, I know she's given a bad plot, bad dialogue like i understand i'm giving her that grace like that leeway and she was still bad no i'm with you i well yeah. and that it's like this movie felt like well roland emmerich's making it let's grab two used to be a-list actors that haven't done anything good in a long time <laughs> and hope that they make it people want to come watch this movie yeah what's the main male actor known for because he looked familiar, but I couldn't remember what he'd been in before. Patrick Wilson, like he's been in quite a few things. Like he was in, he's done the Conjuring movies. Those have been his lately, the things that have carried him. But he was in, he's done a lot of horror movies. That's why I know him so well. Oh, he was in Aquaman. Oh yeah, he was the brother in Aquaman. Uh, that's right. Oh, and Watchmen. That's where I'm known from. Yeah, he was Watchmen. He was the owl. In that, but yeah, so I mean, he's and done Phantom of the Opera. Yep, he was in Phantom of the Opera. He played the not fucked up face boyfriend. <laughs> not <laughs> fucked up face boyfriend. I can't yeah, think of we, his name. Should we review like theater productions? Man, I just really feel like you could give a really valuable insight, JJ. Yeah, I'm telling you. Hey, look, I love that. I love the Phantom of the Opera and I love theater, but I, I couldn't remember. Raul, isn't that his name? Anyway, no, if we start reviewing theater stuff, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, let's go ahead and rate this turd. I'm going to go first because I'm going to break a new record for myself here. This movie sucks balls. I hated it. I was pissed for the entire two hours I was watching it or hour and 40 minutes, whatever the hell it was. I was yelling at the screen, which I don't do. And thankfully I was alone in the theater. So nobody heard me doing it except the poor employee that came in to check on me to make sure I was okay. Because I was yelling at the screen. Um, it sucked. I'm giving this movie a zero. This is terrible. Oh, your first, first zero. My first zero. And it deserves it. Damn. I would rather watch She Dies Tomorrow because at least that was trying to have a point. 
and they talked about dolphin <laughs> sex. This movie has no fucking point. None. It was a money grab that didn't even deserve any of the money that I gave it. Fuck that shit. This movie sucks wow. balls. It might be the worst movie I've ever seen because it's wow. insulting to my intelligence. Like it is, oh, fucking makes me mad. Zero Dude, for I've me. Never seen you go off like this. It's I <laughs> hate this movie. So and, to yeah. our con folk out there, go back and listen to our She Dies Tomorrow podcast. Cause man, oh JJ, I just I just don't think I can go down movie. that I don't yeah. think I could go down that journey with you. I think I'd have to watch this movie again before she dies tomorrow. Nah. I'm with it, I'm with Manson on that one. But Dude. I understand where you're coming from, JJ. Don't get me wrong. That and I She guess. Dies Tomorrow is literally like an hour and a half long at most. It is short. It's very oh. short. This movie's like two hours long. I see. Okay. Okay. Bullshit. That changes things a little That's bit. A good point. Yeah. Like I have yeah, to think remember about how all that I felt shit. in She Dies Tomorrow, though. I remember being literally with like seven minutes into this movie and be like, ah, man, I made a huge mistake recommending this. <laughs> 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 and we did. Oh, it's true. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's been my bar for a very long time is I can't rate things lower than a one because it puts it in the She Dies Tomorrow level. But we've, I, for me, we've wow. reached a new low because I'm going to go listen to our She Dies Tomorrow podcast because now I got to know. Two hours and 10 minutes of this bullshit is much better. It's too long. It's, it's too much because it made no sense. It literally told me that I was stupid and yet it was wrong in 90% of its science. So oh, yeah, dude, we paid Ro Roland Emmerich to tell us that we're stupid for yeah. two hours and like we gave him money. Yeah, and then in reality, we paid for him to tell us we're stupid, even though he's wrong. Like, the science is wrong. It wouldn't work this way at all. So it's just, I hate this movie. It was bad. The dialogue was terrible. The visuals had some interesting moments, like, twice, and then the rest of it looked terrible. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching this garbage for? And I could go watch four other good movies that tell the same story and be just as good. So yeah, this movie sucked zero from me. It will never even cross my lips except to make fun of it again ever. And I would never watch it. You couldn't pay me to watch this movie. Oh, it's going to cross your lips now. Cause now it's your worst movie. I know reference. That's what I'm saying. Barometer. That's the only way it'll cross my lips is to make fun of it or to say it, this movie can't be as bad as moonfall because moonfall. We have our 2022. She dies tomorrow yep. from JJ zero moonfall. from me. All right, wow. Matson. Uh, guys, this was not She Dies Tomorrow territory for me specifically, but this movie can get a 0.5. The reason being, maybe you like space. Maybe you like a movie that you thought was about aliens, but actually was about your distant posterity that decided to not learn from the movies they've seen about AI tech, a.k.a. Terminator, and make something that could turn on them. Maybe we should make AI out of like a fluffy bunny or something, just like the, it, the fluff that you stuff things with. So then if it does try to attack you, it can't do anything to you. Let's just make future tech that can't harm us. And then let's also make a movie that has like one main storyline and decides to lean into that. I don't need seven different desserts. I just need one good one. And that's really where this movie went for me. Just too much shiz and not enough sustenance. It's not a good movie. 
but is it better than the worst movie I have ever seen being She Dies Tomorrow? I still think it is, but you're splitting hairs right here. JJ's point about it being too long or shorter, sorry, longer than She Dies Tomorrow. You all know me, common folk. I hate movies that are excessively long and suck. It's true. So with that, like it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to really go against that point. I'm talking too long for what this movie is. It's not a good movie. Even with low expectations, it's a horrible movie. I had to see this movie by myself. Horrible, horrible movie. And I had no one to commiserate with except drive home and just get pissed off that we were reviewing this movie. We do it for our common folk. We do it for you. Hopefully this is a fun podcast to listen to because the movie sucked. Point five, never see it again. And we'll definitely be bringing it up to make fun of quite often. (laughs) All right, Ian. Yeah. I mean, usually uh, a bad movie has at least like one redeeming quality, like, oh, the dialogue was terrible, but the actors showed up or, you know, maybe the actors didn't show up, but at least the visuals were kind of cool. And this one is just bad across the board to the point, like it's so bad. It's just bad. It's not like Pacific Rim where it's so bad that you kind of still got to watch it because it's bad. This is just like, stay away. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, I will add the additional asterisks of when I talk about this movie. Yeah, it'll either be made to make fun of it or it will be able to warn people to stay away because I feel like that's a morally right thing to do at this point is to protect people from that. So that's where I'm at. Um, I'm going to go with a 0.5. I don't know that I can... I'm saving that zero. Did I give she dies tomorrow zero? I don't know. But 0.5, it was terrible. At the end. Sorry. Ian, you gave she dies tomorrow a zero. The only non-zero okay. she dies tomorrow was JJ with a 0.5. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I can I think I can live with that. Yeah, I think we're gonna be opposite here because I'm also gonna give it a 0.5, but I feel like that is generous. That's like a really generous rating, but like I'm in the same boat as Madison and Ian where it's like not quite as bad as she dies tomorrow. That one is my, my floor, my zero. I will agree with Ian though, that it's not, it's not like watching a car wreck and you can't look away bad. It's like the, the naked old man in the gym locker where you can only look away. Like you just really want to look away. That's it's that bad. So yeah. Yeah. To Ian's point, there's nothing redeeming about this movie. Literally no reason to go watch this movie. There's better world ending movies. There's better alien movies. There's better movies with Halle Berry. There's just better movies. Name a reason why you're curious about watching this movie. And there's a better movie out there that you should go see instead. And that's it. I'm not watching this movie. In fact, I think this movie is a crime against humanity and has no business being in movie theaters. And I think we should all storm Roland Emmerich's house and tar and feather him (laughs) for the trauma that he's put us through. I would agree. It's terrible, terrible. In fact, I would have, I think I told you two this when we went and saw another movie together that I would have literally walked out of this movie if I hadn't known we were going to be reviewing it. Like I literally would have left, but I stayed instead and yelled at the screen. And you don't walk out of movies. I do not. At all, but I would have. You suffered through it like a man. Man, it was terrible. <laughs> all right, well there it is. Don't go see this pile of turd movie. It's it's yeah, and it's set because Roland Emmerich movies. Like I know they're going to be bad, but I usually watch them because I'm like, well, at least the visuals are cool, and we get to watch the world get destroyed. For but no, this movie sucked all around. All right, with that, next week, the Batman. So hopefully it'll redeem itself. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, where high expectations become low reviews. Yeah. Mm. I'm worried. Three hours. That scares me. All right. 
three, three I think hours, after this, two hours and 56 minutes. Be, yep. It's Dude, if literally it is not, three hours. If it's not two hours and 56 minutes of the Batmobile crashing through minivans, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, it, he drives like a Mustang. I know it's awesome. Dude, the thing looks dope. I hope it's good because otherwise I'm going to be pissed after three hours. I will hours. say this. Robert Pattinson has been on a roll. I love he Robert has. Pattinson post <laughs> stupid Twilight. Twilight. I'm worried Robert about Pattinson's there being too great. much in this movie upcoming, but I will say I do expect him to deliver a solid performance, and I think he will. The oh, Riddler is a good villain to go with, I think. I think that was a good choice. I we'll just worry about yeah. too much. Again, I'm, I'm with you because you know, got the Riddler plus we know the penguins Cat in woman. it. Catwoman's there. And there's been hints at possibilities of a Joker tease at least. <sighs> so I'm just lot. like, oh, God, it's a lot. So well, that's why they made it three hours. Fucking like, two hours and 56 minutes. We'll see. It's all in there. I've heard that Robert Pattinson it looks like quintessential does well, DC, man. It looks so. dark, it looks heavy, and it looks deep. Everything that like Marvel doesn't really check boxes for for me. So I'm we'll, we'll see. This yeah. I hope it doesn't suck. I really I hope it's great. We'll, we'll find out next week. Sweet. Matt to tell everybody where they can find us. <sighs> Common folk, after today, if you were wondering if we ever cared about you, I hope you know we're trying to save you always. Find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, most especially. Check us out at whatsaverdict.com to see what's upcoming. Like JJ just mentioned, the Batman himself. Let us know what you want us to review. Leave us a five-star review on our different podcast platforms. Also check out our spoiler freeze on YouTube. Thanks again for listening. And hopefully the next movie is a little bit more exciting. Sweet. All right. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye, Bye now. Cinemagic out.